At three o'clock one morning, John and I were woken by a loud rumbling sound, like the noise of an underground train or a low loader or a jet plane, as others have described it. The overhead fan rocked and several framed photographs fell to the floor. News spreads quickly on a small island, so much so that we knew about a strange jet of steam coming out of one side of the mountain almost before the sun was up. There was no warning news reports on the radio, so we clambered into our battered old Range Rover and headed off to Longground and the Tar River, from where we had been told we could get a good view of the plumes. A phreatic explosion, from the Greek word for well as in water, we were to learn later. I was mesmerised. It was like looking at four steam trains blowing their tops in unison, the billowing white clouds roaring vertically into the sky. We took photographs and marvelled at nature's beauty. Some Montserratians viewed it simply as evidence that the volcano was just blowing off steam. It was only much, much later that I discovered that a phreatic explosion is caused when the magma inside a mountain meets groundwater, also inside the mountain, producing steam so quickly that an explosion is caused by the huge increase in pressure. Imagine a pressure cooker rupturing, and you'll get a sense of that power. As it was, we all went about our business, cocooned in ignorance. It was only when, on the following Saturday, the sky suddenly darkened and a leaden cloud drifted over the island, depositing mushroom-coloured talcum powder over everything, that people began to react. Rumours were rife. It's going to be like Martinique's Montpellier. No one should have moved the bones of the Arawak chiefs. It's a plot to close down the island. I remember talking to a couple of marines from a naval boat moored in Plymouth, Montserrat's capital, who were convinced that it was a matter of when, not if, that the volcano would explode and blow us to smithereens. With the increasing uncertainty and our concern for the safety of our boys, we decided to pack up and temporarily head for home, if, that is, we could get on the ferry or a flight. Eventually, we managed to charter a tiny six-seater. As we flew northeast towards Antigua from Bramble Airport, we saw an avalanche of grey rocks and dust clouds erupt from the mouth of the volcano, hurtling towards the sea. We held hands and wondered if we would ever return.